You've tuned into the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr., a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating, and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Tony Miller Sr., and welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. In this particular episode, episode three of the series, What's the Deal with Conflict? We're going to give you causes of conflict five through eight so that we can complete the whole message. But let's do a quick backtrack of what we did before. In episode one of this series, we talked about conflict and what it is and how it affects the relationship. We also stated that we need to be able to handle this conflict in order for the relationship to to survive and to continue to be healthy. Every relationship will experience conflict, but the couple needs to know how to maneuver through the conflict. And in second episode, we talked about uh, the first four causes of conflict. And then today we're going to do cause number five through eight. Let's go. Cause number five is infidelity. Infidelity is, in my opinion, one of the most disrespectful acts in a marital relationship. A spouse has betrayed the trust of his or her mate. Not only has it broken down the fabric of the relationship, and not only has it broken trust, but it also adds unlimited drama to a marriage relationship. Because now both people are going to be on tiptoes. They're going to be walking on ice because they are so worried about offending each other again. The one who offended is doing their best to try to get back in. And the one who was offended is still not trusting. It is very difficult to come back from infidelity in a relationship. I said difficult, but not impossible. Very, very difficult, but definitely not impossible. There's been too many couples that have rebounded from infidelity. It took a lot of work to get there. But the offended mate must start by placing so much blame on themselves. They start looking and speculating on how they could have done something different or done something better to prevent this from happening and even to prevent it from happening again. It becomes a never-ending cycle as they are attempting to grab hold of their bruised emotions. The offender who does not accept the responsibility of not being faithful 
you must understand that you have paralyzed what was a good relationship. And now you're trying to get back. You have to own what you did. And I'm going to say this. Eventually, the relationship will need to go to counseling. Counseling and a whole lot of prayer for the relationship to survive. Number six on the causes of conflict in relationships is extended family. You know, you may be asking yourself, why would I even place extended family on this list of eight? Truly, that would be a mistake unless I've seen too many couples who are dealing with conflict because of their extended family. Let me explain. If your family is not a fan of your significant other, in other words, your family is against your mate, it is going to cause conflict because now your mate is on an island by themselves. If for some reason they don't like her or for some reason they don't like him, it makes them feel isolated. And when there is times for family to get together, when there's times of, of holidays and special events, they feel like all eyes are watching them. Or it could be that your mate is against your family. Why? Because maybe your family members are still too attached to someone from a previous relationship of yours. And sometimes it feels like it's thrown in their face and it makes them uncomfortable. And then also in extended family, it could be that the family is always in your business. Listen, let me say this to everyone listening. When your family is constantly meddling in your relationship, you've got to grow up and put your family in your place. I didn't say it had to be disrespectful, but you had to be firm in that way. And sometimes it's the other mate's fault because you've involved your family into so much of what goes on into your relationship. I, I can never forget, um, I proposed to my wife in the spring of 1988 in a few months after that proposal, my brother Melvin and I went to a uh, national conference together. And one of the things he told me that day, I'll never forget, it was at lunch. He said, Tony, congratulations on your uh, engagement, but do this, do this one thing in your relationship. He said, make sure when you and Valerie are arguing or are having a major disagreement, keep families out of it. His point was that if I let my family know that I'm having a problem with Valerie, well, they naturally they're going to take my side because they're family. But when you realize that Valerie and I have made up and we're getting along fine, the family still has the last thing in their purview. So keep family out because extended family is also a cause of conflict. Cause number seven is a lack of intimacy. 
Let me say it again. Cause number seven is a lack of intimacy. Again, I, I want you to understand that intimacy is not only about sex, but instead it is more about the heart, thoughts, and feelings of an individual. And that individu individual having the uh, opportunity or the ability to share their feelings freely with their mate. If they don't have the opportunity to do that, or even worse, the opportunity gets blocked intentionally, you're left with a damaged heart and you're full of emotions. It is your duty as a spouse to allow your mate the opportunity, the chance to experience intimacy with you. I believe that is the deepest form of love when your significant other can trust you with intimate moments or even intimate thoughts that they have. If, if you are intentionally blocking that opportunity for your mate, you're from you're keeping them from giving or even receiving, you're not even sharing your intimate times with them, then you've already given your mate the signal that you're no longer interested in the relationship. Let me say this. All of us need to be able to spend that special time with our significant others. Many times a couple needs to be able to ease conflict and one of the best ways to ease conflict in a relationship is nothing more than a time of intimate quality communication as they're engaging with one another. Number seven, lack of intimacy. And then here's the final one, number eight, abuse. And I left this for last because I wanted to take some time to just talk about how dangerous abuse in relationships is. Abuse in marriage or even in relationship is never acceptable. Let me say it again. Abuse in marriage or relationships is never acceptable. Abuse is a different type of conflict in its own and it's in its own category whether it's verbal or even it goes and has been elevated to physical abuse leaves the abused spouse in a state of a virtual prison despite the good times between you two and 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 the great uh time shared there is always that looming abuse. As soon as you do something or say something that your significant other dislikes, it puts those prison doors closed and it puts you right back in that cell of abuse. When this happens, the person who is being abused is trying to not be controlled by their abuser. Under these circumstances, are you not, you're not supposed to stay in a relationship that is full of abuse. 
It is not healthy. It is not good. It's not even good for your sanity. It is not good for the marriage. It's not even good for the abuser. So my advice to you, if you can't talk to your mate about the abuse that's happening from them, try to talk to somebody else. And if it is that bad, I would suggest that you get out. Because you are not to be someone's punching bag just for the sake of the relationship. And let me give you the domestic abuse hotline. It's 1-800-799-7233. 1-800-799-7233. This is for anybody who feels like they are in an abusive relationship. Well, that's all I have for you today. I I hope you enjoyed it. I hope we uh, can continue this next week as we talk about don't add to your conflict. That will be the fourth and final episode in this series, What's to Deal with Conflict. But just remember, as always, it takes two to make a relationship work. Bye-bye. Hello, guys. This is your host, Tony Miller senior. And just because there was a lapse in episodes on June 13th, stay with us on June the 23rd, Thursday, June 23rd, there will be the fourth episode of this series when we're talking about what's the deal with conflict. So don't miss it. We're going to be right there with you. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, it takes two to make the relationship work.